it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yes, it is. Welcome to our. Uh... Another edition of NRL Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paulie G, your host, Paul Krasadka, with us as always, Ryan MS. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. And uh, considering the 36 to nil shellacking we got. Yeah, it was always going to happen, I, I was afraid. So I wasn't that surprised. And Andrew Moldog Mullinaroli back with us this week after a bit of uh, playing a bit of um, footy for the Woi Woi Roosters there for a couple of weeks. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. A bit sore, but uh, all good nonetheless. <laughs> no Peter Hanscom this week, so it's a straight swap. Uh, he's out on an assignment. Um, origin teams to talk about very shortly. We should just uh, quickly... Go through the injuries first for Pat Lyons, Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. He's been kind enough to send us through another email uh, this week. Uh, let's go through the two Penrith players first, Peter Wallace and Bryce Cartwright. Um, a grade two adductor tear, that's a groin tear for Peter Wallace. Um, Panthers hooker expected to spend between four to six weeks on the sideline. Um Pat's thinking more three to four weeks, so he could be back a bit sooner there. Uh, Bryce Cartwright couldn't finish the game, diagnosed with a lateral meniscus tear in his left knee, Um, a hyperextension. Coach Anthony Griffin said he'll meet with a surgeon later this week to determine whether surgery is required. Um, Pat reckons he'll be out for a few weeks even without the surgery, so four weeks minimum, and then we'll keep an eye on it if he needs surgery. It could even be longer. And then the two Parramatta players, Nathan Brown and Michael Jennings. Um, Brown was off to hospital, which what what was suspected as broken ribs, uh, a massive blow for Supercoach owners who targeted him over this origin period. Um, he's been playing awesome. And, um, you know, I think a 12 on the weekend. Um, he's going to get further scans. Um, Pat's saying it's a, probably about a four-week injury, but he actually suspects he may play through it, um, which is what happens from t- some of the time, and we have seen him being named. So I guess, Andrew, that's an interesting one. He's been named, um, but Michael Jennings, although originally we thought he was named, he's not been named. Jennings uh, with a quad injury. Um, if it's a decent strain, Pat's saying four to six weeks, so at least a, a month for Michael Jennings. But Brown named, so some encouraging news there uh, for owners. Oh, definitely. He's um, you know, has been a bit of a surprise pack this year, and he seems like he's a he's a tough cookie. So if he can play through, yeah, he, he's he's definitely one to or um, if you don't already have him in your team because Parra's awesome buy schedule. He's been Parramatta is one of their best forwards, you know, leading leading the way and and. You know, on the field and in supercoach. So yeah, um, keep your eyes peeled for him because yeah, yeah, he's he's um one to have in your team if he's playing. All right, let's um, look on to what we learned. Um, that I should say that um, injury report for 
Pat Lyons, Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care if you're in the Sydney region. Um, go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Click on the links. You can get a 20% discount on your first visit as a Supercoach Pros listener. Um, and it's not just sporting injuries that Pat looks after, back and neck injuries as well. Well worth a visit there. Uh, there at Coogee Bay. Uh, the number 029665967. What we learned, well, we saw some ma- massive scores on the weekend, Ryan. I guess from my point of view, um, you know, very happy with my origin planning. Probably went a week early um, because I desperately wanted to bring Tamalolo in, knowing it was going to be a big round for him based upon our predictor. Um, but figured, um, I figured that it, it would be worth waiting because the Cowboys don't play around twelve. But that was wrong. I mean, he went he went massive. Yeah, he certainly did. Um, he didn't didn't miss his opportunity. Um, well, super coach wise, anyway, uh, he was pretty dominant. And yeah, it's one of those things where this time of year uh, it is difficult to pick, especially when. Um, some guys are going to be um, playing one week, missing one week, and then playing the next due to the buy draw and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, there was a number of number of high scores for round eleven, and um, yeah, he was he went he was massive. All right, and um, I guess it's time to talk a bit of Origin, Andrew. What did you make of the um, the teams announced? A couple of surprises, but probably pretty close to what we uh, predicted a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, for New South Wales, I think it's pretty, pretty um, standard team. Not standard. I, I think that's they've got it pretty much right. I mean, a lot of people don't like Pierce at halfback uh, just because of his his record, but I, I just couldn't see them picking anyone else. Um, yeah, you know, I were talking about it off air. The, the number of back rowers that that uh, New South Wales have might be a bit of a way, but they they are all in form and they're all you know talented players. So. Um, that's that's not a worry too for for me either. Um, I am surprised with Queensland not picking Slater at all. I mean, it's yeah, it's just kind of baffling really. It's yeah, he's you know done so much in the Origin arena, especially you know playing at fullback. Um, and I know Darius Boyd is you know one of the most bankable fullbacks in the in the competition, but I just I just didn't see how they couldn't fit them both in the team. So um, it probably bodes well for New South Wales, if I'm honest. So um, bring it on, you know. I, I can't wait for it. Um, I think, yeah, New South Wales have got a really good chance this year. Was it a bit arrogant to not pick Slater? Sort of say, well, we'll win anyway. We'll just go with all the incumbents. And... Oh, I mean, who am I to question, you know, Queensland's, you know, they are the undisputed origin champions. You know, they, they, they know how to do it. They do it well. But like I said, Billy Slater, he's, you know, by all accounts, the future immortal. You know, he, he did change the way that fullbacks played the game. So it's just, like I said, confusing. Why couldn't you get them both in the team? But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll soon see if it's the right call, won't we? And I guess some interesting ones, Valentine Holmes, Ryan not named, Anthony Milford named, not as 18th man, so he can't play this week. Um you know, a couple of players that maybe we thought were going to play are end up going to play this round, and others that we thought, you know, wouldn't get picked for Origin or might not, and they're not playing. Yeah, it's a bit weird, but I think with the Milford one, that's a um, 
because uh, I think Wayne Bennett said he wasn't going to release him if he was named 18th man or something. So I think Kevy's hedged his bets and just said, oh, I'm just going to put him in at six because there's no way that Thurston's not playing. Mm. Um, like, if he doesn't play, I'll be very surprised that they even bothered to name him. Um, it's just not, yeah, it just wouldn't make sense um, to me anyway. But, yeah, as I said, I, I haven't won 10 out of 11 Origins, so... And do you think Slater's a good chance to get picked the next game? I mean, Storm play rounds 15 and 18. He could be a good player to own. Tavasa Sheck's underwhelming at fullback. Tedesco, you're probably keeping him, but, you know, there's a decision to be made there. It's not completely cut and dry. Um, yeah, Slater... So look, I, I think if um, Queensland lose the first game, I reckon he might get a look in. Yeah. Um, I just have a feeling that he is going to play the next two games, um, be it through they're just going to get him in there or someone's going to get injured. Yeah, I, th- I think you're probably right. It was a bit of a shock, as Andrew said. He wasn't in the lineup. Um, Shannon Boyd, another one not to get in, so he'll play this round. Not that a lot of Supercoach owners have him, but certainly Valentine Holmes, I thought, um, not getting picked was a bit of an eye-opener. I own Holmes, and I was prepared to trade him out this week, so it was a bit of an unexpected bonus from my end. Um, I, I guess that gives us an opportunity now to go through the teams um, being named for this round, because obviously a lot of changes with Origin on. We'll start with South Sydney. Well, they're one team that didn't have any um, disruptions due to Origin. The only change, George Burgess returning from suspension, Zane Musgrove going onto the extended reserves. The Eels, well, we just talked about Michael Jennings. He's out. Brad Takarangi comes back um, into the centres. Probably will slot in on the left, I would assume, Andrew. And this makes it interesting for Semi Raj Raja. Of course, his best supercoach year was when Takarangi was playing inside him. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we spoke about it at length. Um, that big uh, Brad Takarangi, you know, he's got a, a good way of setting up Semi. And, um, yeah... I just like like the idea of um, Brad Tackering and Semi together. I mean, Semi's under three hundred thousand dollars at the moment, and that's pretty unheard of. With with the Eels' buy schedule, I think he's he's a must to get in over these the Origin period, especially if uh, if Jennings is out. You know, we all know that Jennings doesn't like to pass the ball too often, especially with you know uh, when he's close to the line. Uh, so. Uh, I think it's it's it just bodes well for for, for Semi. I think yeah, like I said, Brag Takarang, he, he he does love to set him up, and you know Semi scored eighty four points on the weekend, and he did it all by himself pretty much. So I think yeah, like like we said, Semi Semi's best year is when he was outside of Brad Takarang, and yeah, like under three hundred thousand, get him in. I thought he was a trap. I honestly was thinking you know one good game one bad game but this changes things for me the only danger is the halves I think um, not having Norman there but we'll see how Moses goes and um, whether he can help get get something happening there I guess you guys say that through gritted teeth yeah very gritted teeth (laughs) (laughs) Warriors and the Broncos Simon Mannering back for the Warriors there's another bonus if you own him as I do so I got the double the double um, good hit of Holmes um, and Mannering this round um, rounding out my 17 before I even have to use up a trade Um, James Gavard also into the prop with Lilliman playing for Queensland Abbott Vetti and Bunty Afoa on the bench no Charlie Gubb the Broncos are a host of changes, so I've got to draw a deep breath here. 
Boyd's out. Kahu moves to fullback. <clears throat> um, Mead on the wing along with Jonas Pearson because Oates is also out. A brand new halves combination. Quite surprisingly, Nikarima's been dropped to the bench to make way for Benji Marshall and Ben Hunt, both returning from injuries. Obviously, Milford we talked about just before um, in the Origins squad. Corbin Sims is the new lock with Maguire gone. Jaden Sewer in the second row for Gillette. Um, Glenn stays there. Um, Blair and Assessi stay there. Travis Waddell, the new hooker with McCulloch out injured. George Fye, Jay Arrow, join Joe Offengaway and Nikarima on the bench. Um... This one's going to be interesting, Ryan, because the Warriors, you know, we're, we're ba- basically saying, well, they're frauds, they're frauds, but against a, a mostly reserve-grade Brisbane team, if ever they're going to come out, it's going to be in this game. <laughs> yep, if ever they are, it will be this game, but I don't think it's going to be. Um, they, yeah, look, Brisbane are all, yeah, they're, they're, you know, just put together. Look, they still have a decent team, don't get me wrong. Um as do the Warriors, um, both named on paper. The, uh, the Warriors should really win this, just given the personnel that they've got on the park. But, geez, if you ever wanted, if you've got Sean Johnson in your team and you're balancing on that fence and going, is this guy for real or not? You're going to know after this game because, honestly, you should be doing, they should be doing some um, pretty decent work against. Um, in the, not an inexperienced Broncos side, but one that hasn't played together. Um, you know, these players haven't played together a lot. Um, so, you know, it's a, quite a new team. So how they gel is anyone's guess. Sharks feed the Bulldogs. Jared Beale moves into the centres for Jack Bird. Edric Lee comes on the wing. No James Maloney, um, obviously. So Farmonu Brown is the 5'8". Kurt Capel takes Wade Graham's spot in the second row. Matt Pryor back from suspension. He'll take Andrew Fafita's spot in, at prop. And Sam Tagatizi is the new bench player, um, joining Bakuya, Lattimore and Paulo. Um, meanwhile, for the Bulldogs, Mar- Marcelo Montoya takes Brett Morris' spot on the wing. Danny Fuolo is at lock instead of David Klemmer. Greg Eastwood is in the second row once more. That's for Josh Jackson. Asapele Fine and Francis Tuala are the new bench players. Um, and finally, the Raiders, Vida Roosters, Sia Soliola, a guy I don't mind, at least for a daily league option this round and perhaps beyond. He'll, he'll start at lock. Joseph Tarpany goes into the back row taking Papali's role. Luke Bateman returns on the bench. The Roosters have got a host of changes themselves. Um, Blake Ferguson out, so Joseph Manu shifts, shifts to the wing. Mitch Orbison is in the centres from the second row. That means a whole new back row. Zane Tedavano at lock. See so. Taukiaho in the second row, which means he'll probably play 80 minutes, and Ryan Madison um, also in the second row and taking Cordner's role. Kane Evans takes over from Dylan Narper at prop. Connor Watson is in the halves instead of Mitch Pearce. And Isaac Liu, Lindsay Collins, Chris Smith and Mitchell Cornish are on the bench. Um, and I guess another interesting one there, Andrew, because the Raiders coming good against Para. Um, They've got some interesting guys there against a pretty weakened Roosters lineup. Guys like Croker, like Lua, Rapana, Kotrick, um, White, and, you know, they could do well again. Yeah, I mean, just like we were talking about the Brisbane, the, the, the Roosters are pretty pretty uh, depleted, aren't they, with the origin? Um, I think, yeah, the, 
Mitchell Orbison, as good as he is, I don't, I don't think he'll be able to handle the, the back line of the Raiders team. So I think, yeah, like we've been saying earlier in the year, the Raiders' outside backs are really worth looking at. I think uh, Leilu is sitting under 300,000 as well. I think he's at 282. Um, and he's got, you know, this game, I think he's playing for the next three or four weeks. So I, I'd be getting him in if you don't already have him. Um, and, yeah, Jack Whiten, he's just been going great this year, hasn't he? So he's another one that you want to look at. He won't be playing Origin this year. And, um, yeah, I, I really like the Raiders. I think uh, everything they do or that they have been doing, I think they'll get better. So, yeah, I think um, start loading up on the Raiders players. Yeah, now's a good time, but they do have buys <coughs> around 15 and 18. So a couple of those guys like Nick Kotrick you might have been holding, holding on for this. Although I should say, Jay. Another guy, Joseph Paulo. Um, sorry, Junior Paulo has been playing really well for the Raiders as well. Um, the Supercoach Pros predictor that we have on the app there says Ryan Madison is, is the guy that really could cash in against that Raiders right edge defence. We saw Manu Ma'u go very large last week and Jennings and Red Raja are also cashing in. So the, Roost, the Roosters' left side will be an interesting point um, to go at again this week. Daniel Tupo, Latrell Mitchell already did it against um, the Bulldogs last week, of course. Um, Siuso Takiaho is predicted to go very large on the right edge. Um, playing 80 minutes is probably why he's getting that boost. Um, Jordan Rapana, we, we just spoke about there through Andrew, is up there. Alex Glenn will probably play 80 minutes. That gives him a big boost. Cody Walker should bounce back for Souths against the Eels. Angus Crichton's right up there, as is Sam Burgess. Paul Gallen should own all these guys. James Roberts, another one that was on the fringes for Origin but not selected. Um, Simon Mannering being named, that's a big one. Uh, should do well. And then that man, Semirad Raja, that Andrew mentioned also right up there. That is the names for the Supercoach Pros predictor. And, of course, you can find all that on the app, Ryan, but it won't be all you find. You've got all the blogs there. Um, the these, This very podcast, Facebook, Twitter, the Moneyball predictor, it's pretty much uh, got it all. Um, pretty much a must-own. I think I had a go at all the Moneyball games on the weekend and finished um, right up the top in, in all of them and, you know, paid... <laughs> pays for itself, basically. The app does with um, just one or two games of Moneyball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it pretty much, it's a uh, one of those things where you get it and you'll just wonder why you didn't get it previous. You know, before that. Uh, as you said, it covers off everything. Um, covers off um, both by team, by highest price drops, price rises, and of course Moneyball in our um. And the H value as well. Yeah, I should mention the H value is, of course, the one from the American sports where, you know, it combines the price of those daily leagues with their predicted score to give an overall figure to give you a good idea. Because if you only get guys with value, you're probably not going to get those heavy hitters that you need. But if you only go on, on who's expected to do best, well, they're not going to fit under your salary cap. So the H value is a way of kind of combining the two and hopefully getting a majority of good players that can go large still under or close to the salary cap as possible. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast, and it is 
brought to you by the Supercoach Pros app. You can find it at our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links there, Google or Apple. Uh, a must own. We've got to get into our tweets now. If you don't already, follow us on Twitter. It's at Supercoach Pros. We'll start with Craig. He's got a couple. Considering Origin teams named and injuries, what's the suggested number for each buy round? Andrew, I think this first one you could pretty much be planned for, you know, 15, 16, even 17. Um, but maybe the other two, you you don't need the full complement. No, I mean, it dep- depends on how many how many uh, trades that you've got up your sleeve. I mean, just because you've got four trades doesn't mean you have to use them all. I mean, it depends on how well your, your planning was going into this into the origin period and then and how you want your team to look after because you don't want to you know you don't want to be sacrificing trades and sacrificing you know the greater good just to get 17 on the pitch every week so like i said personally i've got 17 this round and then going forward i'll probably won't uh have a full squad for the other two rounds other two um buy rounds so like I said, it was all about the planning for this round, and then yeah, like I said, with with see how you're going, but I I won't be it won't be making a priority to get 17 depending on how how I'm looking going into the other two rounds, other two buy rounds. Yeah, Ryan, what do you make of it? Um, or at least this round, um, how are you looking? Yeah, this round I've got um 16, so um not. Not the ideal, but um, it was with a view to um, covering through the middle by rounds. Um, so I think, yeah, anything between um, 15 to 17 um, for this first round um, and then through the next two, through the next two by rounds, I think anything from 12 to 15 um, is not too bad, especially if you're going to hang on to some of your gun players um, that you know aren't going to play a lot during this period. You're just going to have to, you know, bear that and um, hope that they um, pay off when they come back. Yeah, I, I mean, you are there is a bit of benefit with a couple of Parramatta players and a couple of Souths players doing very well this year. Um, obviously, the injuries Brown now going down before that Norman bit of inconsistency with Cody Walker has thrown that a little bit out the window. You probably, I agree with both Andrew and Ryan. You probably this is not a year to necessarily throw away. Um, any guns the money there's been a lot of cheapies and value players in the early part of the year so your salary cap should be sitting pretty pretty well at the moment therefore you're not really needing to offload your good players it's more about just making sure you've got enough guys playing this round and you and utilize the the vc loophole you know cody walker's got a good um, predicted score this week so he's a good vice captain candidate against the Eels who, you know, have a few injury concerns. Um, and then, you know, if you have to use it, well, if you've only got 17 players anyway, they're all going to score whether one of them's an emergency or not. So it's a good week to, to use it. Um, Semi Radraja would be another one we talked about earlier that maybe he really cracks it. So he could be a good VC loophole. And then you've got guys like, um, well, Paul Gallon's the obvious one to make you captain if it doesn't come off you just you've got that solid 70 odd likely from gallon uh, Craig also asked Graham and I assume he means James Graham uh, versus Takiyahu versus Mau or all three Andrew what do you think of that one 
Oh, that's a, yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, this is, you know, what I was saying about trying to, you know, burn trades just for the sake of the buy period. I don't think James Graham or Takiyahu is, is uh, you know, I don't think they're feasible towards the end of the towards the end of the season. I mean, it is good getting them in just for the buy period, but are you going to burn those trades just just to get through Origin? Um, I, I do like Mao. I, I, you know, he's relatively cheap at the moment, and I think James Graham, you know, he's had a couple of head injuries, and and he's you know he's bleeding a bit of cash at the moment. So, um, yeah, I, I like Manu Mao, but like I said, if you want to burn the trades, they they are good. They they'll, they'll they'll cover you for the Origin period, but I don't think you can carry them going forward. Takia, who is only recently back, um, didn't get a lot of minutes on the weekend, but he did still get over 50. So there is something to be said for that. I agree with you, Andrew Manimu, for me. Um, is definitely a guy to own over this period because Parramatta playing all three. It's worth uh, trading him in and, and he's a dual position player. And if you do have to trade him out later, it's a bit easier uh, to accommodate than those other two. I think James Graham's a trap at the moment. The Bulldogs aren't playing well enough. He's not quite getting the the average base scores that you need. Um, the, the Dogs, yeah, they play... You know, they miss, I think, one of the three Origin games. I think they've got their buy on one of them only. So there is some benefit to it. But, I mean, Adam Elliott's outscoring Graham at the moment. So you'd have to really um, really be weakened this week to think to bring Graham in, I think. <laughs> Pat asks, um, Teddy and Dylan Walker, to keep or not to keep Walker not kicking? Teddy's hated by the video refs. Uh, right. Can't argue with that one. <laughs> um, well, okay, look, I'm, you know, there's two ways to go here. Um, you can hang on to both these guys because clearly they're both going to do well. Um, you know, eventually uh, Walker is still scoring tries. He might not be kicking. Um, notice he was a little bit injured the other night, but he still um, did quite well and I think he's going to be fine for the, you know, the short term anyway. Um, with Teddy, there's you could probably go one or two ways. You could say, well, I'm going to get rid of him now, wait out to around 16 to see how it's going because you could be dropping in price um, during that time for the occasional games that he plays. I think there'll be one or two in between there. Um, and then pick him up on the back end, um, dep- depending, of course, on how many trades you have and if you want to burn those ones. Um, but I think that if you're looking at to keep or not to keep both and you've got them both at the time, you probably keep them both um, unless you're looking to uh, play aggressive, um, possibly um, putting homes in for Teddy. Um, but even that's fraught with danger if Queensland um, then get a number of injuries and he ends up playing. So I'd yeah. say probably keep... Um, there's some there's some good fullbacks like Whiten and um, that only play fullback Billy Slater, but we don't you know Whiten's going to play this round, but then he'll miss 15 and 18. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get a great benefit out of dropping Tedesco, um, although I understand why you might be stuck in that situation because um, there are a number of good fullbacks out there. Valentine Holmes can play in the centre, so I think you just find space for him there. If you desperately want him, 
But I agree with you, Ryan, that it could be picked at any moment. If Queensland lose this first game, I think Slater and Holmes come straight in. Um, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer. So it could be very short-lived, this. Um, and I just don't see, unless you've really saved a, a lot of trades, I don't see the need to be throwing away keepers. I think money-wise, you should be doing pretty well. A lot of the players have been um, gaining good money from earlier in the year. So I don't know if you have to overthink it in this regard. Um, yep. Interesting one from S. Predict the best 17 this week from available players for extra points. Guess the team score. Well, that's pretty tough. I think you need the predictor to kind of do that. I think we... <laughs> I, I would have a, have a crack at uh, maybe not the, the whole um, 17, but I would say that Gordon at fullback, Rapana, Radradra, Crichton, Jared Croker um, would probably be a good centres combination. You've got Cody Walker at 5'8". Um, interesting, not not a lot of halves standing out. So halfback, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried uh, where you'd go. Maybe Ben Hunt comes good there for Brisbane. Um, but certainly the predictor. It's a worry that you don't even mention Sean Johnson with, he's, you know, during that's the right. origin period. That's right. You know, that's how that's how bad he's going at the moment. That, and he and he is the next on the list, but he's you know he's after the top twenty players. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you'd have to put him in there, I guess. Gallon, Corbin, Sims are in there. Joseph Tarpany. You've got the combination we spoke about earlier of Madison and Takiyahu. Are up there, and Bodine Thompson could be an interesting one um, as well at the moment. Um, and again, the Warriors buys in round 15 and 18. You're not going to get a lot out of him, but I think now playing 80 minutes, getting that higher base score, um, still, you know, at a reasonable cost, he's rising. Um, that could be interesting as well. Let's look at uh, the tweet from Greg G now. How many players should we be aiming to have for the big buy rounds 12, 15 and 18? Now, I think we talked about it with Craig's tweet. Um, definitely the 16 to 17. Um, rounds 15, you could probably go one or two less. The big one, Andrew, and you went here last week, we talked about round 18. Um, not a lot of, you know, teams like the Knights are playing. You've probably not got any keepers from there, although Daniel Saifidi's been playing well of late. So it's the only Matautia. But by round 18, you're probably already wanting to start to get your team set for your head-to-head finals or your run home for the overall. Would I dare say even 13 or 14 players in round 18 is is acceptable? Well, I mean, you look at who's playing. So the Roosters are playing and... Manly are playing, Melbourne are playing, but with that they won't have any of their guns, obviously. Parramatta are playing, well, I don't think they'll have too many back-end um, back keepers. Again, with, like the Doggies are playing, we, you know, they're pretty irrelevant, super coach-wise, this year. So you're probably right. I don't think you'd be hard up if you don't want to burn those trades. You'd be hard up having a 17 that week, because like like you said, yeah, Newcastle. I mean, they don't really have anyone. Your players, I mean, you could bring in three players. They could get thirty, thirty-five, and forty-five. It's not worth it. Yeah, exactly right. And then, and then what? Then you, then you're you going to get rid of you're them. Stu- you're stuck with them. Yeah, you know. It's and if you know, one of your guns do get injured, 
you know, you, you're stuck with them for the rest of the year and it, it just cruels your whole season. So, The Dragons and the Panthers are two teams that play that round. Maybe you could try to work that out. But you've got to be comfortable if you're owning these guys like DeBellin, Vaughan, Merrin, uh, Moylan, Cleary. You've got to be comfortable with them now all the way through. And St George have been very consistent so far, but we saw two years ago they started the season very well and they tailed off. Penrith are very up and down. Hard to trust any of their players for Supercoach um, consistently. So, you know, it's something now to monitor over the next five weeks of how you think those two teams are going, whether you go hard on them so you get the, the better score potentially around 18, but then then what? Well, that's right. I mean, I, I think even after this Origin game, so the first Origin game's out of the way, you, you, you check the injuries. I, I think you even start planning planning for, for the run home now. Yep. Just, like I said, <clears throat> getting this first buy out of the way, I think getting as many points, you know, banking as many points as you can for this round and then, and then yeah, start planning, you know, like getting rid of those guys that have been sitting on your bench for all year just, just for this, this one, yeah. um, this, this one round. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you just got to start yeah, planning because yeah, you don't want to be stuck with a couple of duds on your bench. With 25 trades left, you're pretty much thinking every trade I make now is a keeper or somebody that's already in my team is a keeper. If this one isn't, I've got to, because you're going to run out of trades. You want, your final 25 trades to be essentially your final 25. Exactly right. Finally, Bopai asks, Fuamano worth the trade? How many minutes does he get? Mitch Orbison named at centre. Is he still worth a trade in? And how many minutes does Takiaho get now? I'll work backwards for you because, look, the Roosters are very likely to give Takiaho the full 80. Um, we've seen him, them do that before with him last year playing in the back row. Um, Orbison in centre takes away a lot of his upside and I'm not sure now, Ryan, if he is worth bringing in. Um, I probably look at Fuamano more so, although the worry with him is he's only playing... Yeah, he's playing less minutes anyway. Yeah, well, uh, Orbison is difficult to bring in at centre, but um, Fiamu... He's only he's only playing um, between thirty four and twenty four minutes. He's a so good it's... he's a good looking player, but whether I mean Souths had no one picked for Origin. Like there's not likely of them making any. There's no change. There's no disruptions. So why would no. why would Coach Maguire suddenly say, "Oh well, I'll give you more minutes"? He got twenty four minutes on the weekend, scoring at almost a point a minute. You know, it's pretty yep. good for a guy. He plays on the left edge. Turner moves into the middle when he comes on. Um, yeah. But... Well, yeah, no, I see what you're saying, because when you're looking at South's pack at the moment, it's basically their week-to-week pack anyway. Yeah. So, he's, yeah, he's, I, I can't see where the extra minutes are coming from. He would take a couple of injuries. I mean, he's, you know, he's not taking Crichton's role. He would have to be Turner's side if Turner goes back into the four, and back into the middle third, but... You know, Robbie Rocco's back now, so I don't see yep. that happening. But look, if you just need some quick cash, Fuamono will get you some. Well, maybe not quickly, but he'll he'll be a money earner. If you if you sort of miss the boat, you know, you couldn't find a spot for Nickel Cockstad because 
he only plays in the halves. Yeah, it could be an option there. Well, that about does it for the show, guys. Um, a lot of tweets that we had to get through this week. It is a massive round, isn't it? The um, first of the buy rounds, and I think pretty much you hit a nail on the head, Andrew. It's the one that we really all plan for and get ready for. That's right. It's, it's, it's why we get paid the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of big bucks, that's what um, you can win, really, with Moneyball if you download the Supercoach Pros Predictor app. Find it on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. We'll be back to talk more footy and Supercoach and NRL action next Tuesday. Uh, Peter should be back with us then. But for now, it's bye, Ryan. Thank you very much for tonight. No worries. And Andrew, we'll talk to you next week also. Yeah, mate, looking forward to uh, this round of footy. And Origin, of course, uh, just around the corner as well. I am Paulie G, Paul Krasatka. This is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. Give us a like on Facebook at Supercoach Pros. And go to the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links to the app there. Read the blogs. Get all the information. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.